Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Should you train your staff? Now, it's a very leading or misleading title to a podcast because, of course, the answer is you should train your staff. Maybe I should emphasise one word, and that is the word you. Should you train your staff? As in, should you as the business owner be the coach, be the mentor, be the person training and developing your staff? Well, again, the answer is quite short in that you should be, but in what context? Should you be the one that spends hours and hours a day coaching and managing and nurturing and coming up with individual learning plans and development, developmental plans? Or should you be the person employing other people to coach and mentor your staff? Well, again, the answer is not as straightforward as you might think. It really depends on you, your business. It depends on, on your ability, your skill set. But one thing is for sure is that you can get better at coaching and developing your staff. And you should. Because I believe if you are coaching your staff and you are mentoring your staff, it will make you better as a business owner and a business leader. So before we go further down that bit of the rabbit hole, I just want to uh, talk to you a little bit about the price of not training your staff. And I think we can all agree that if you don't train your staff, bad things can happen. It's not going to be a good day at the office, pardon the pun, if you don't train and develop your staff. So if you don't train your staff, then they're not going to be to a certain standard. They're not going to deliver that customer experience that you want your business to be known for. There are going to be more mistakes because if you haven't trained them a certain way of working, so you haven't trained them the Castledean way, or you haven't trained them the Virgin way, or you haven't trained them the Amstrad way, or whatever your business is, or whatever industry you are, if you don't train them, they're not going to carry out and deliver the way that you want your business to operate. There's going to be, it's going to be a demotivating factor as well because in a, in a previous podcast I spoke about what actually truly motivates people. You know, we talked about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Aldifer, Hertzberg, McClellan, all these motivational theorists and these motivational gurus, if you like, across the world and across time. And they spoke about what really motivates people is progression, is moving forward towards a common goal. And training massively hits that spot. Because if you sit down one week or one month and then you're talking about how to develop them and you set those short, medium and long-term goals, and in our business, that's monthly for short-term, medium is quarterly, and long-term is a year or up to a year. So if by setting those goals and helping people achieve those goals, that is progression, achievement, attainment, ambition, as those guys I previously mentioned speak about. So that is motivating your team, your staff. And if you're not giving your team or your staff those short, medium, long-term goals, then you're very much demotivating them. Nobody wants to go into a business not knowing how to operate or how it works or where their role is in the business or even how to do something as basic, a basic task. So your role as a business owner and leader is to help coach them and motivate them. And you do that by coaching, training and developing them. Now, it might not be interesting to you. You might not think you're good at it. But like everything in business, if you want to get better, you need to practice. The first time I trained some of my staff, or the first time I wrote a procedure or a system or developed KPIs 
I even picked up the phone and prospect for business. I wasn't very good. Now, depending on who you speak to, they might still say I'm not very good. But the fact remains, I am considerably better than what I was when I first started. That is for anything in life, whether it's sport, a relationship. Nobody becomes the best dad in the world when your daughter or son is, is a day old. You learn it as you grow. You learn it as you grow together. And that's going to be the same here with developing and training your staff. You're not going to be good on day one. Get that out the way, right? There are some very, very good coaches out there, natural coaches, but they can only their natural ability is only so much. To get better and to break that glass ceiling, they have to practice, practice, practice. And practicing in the, in the classroom is completely different to practicing out there on the pitch. You need to be game ready all the time. Using all this, um, you know, how can I say it? Using the theory behind it will only get you so far. You need to put that theory into practice. So reading all the books and, and speaking about it with people that don't matter and it doesn't count will get you so far. But if you want to get better at it, then you really need to put it into practice and actually try on the people that matter, your employees and your staff. So we now understand that it's needed. We now understand that you have to get better at it by practicing. Now we need to understand, should you be the person that does it? Well, in the beginning, yes, you do. There's no getting away from it. Whether you like it or whether you don't like it, tough. You need to just get on with it. You know, when I started the business, I didn't particularly like emptying the bins. I didn't particularly like doing the accounts. I didn't particularly like doing the credit control. I didn't really like chasing up people who owed us money. But I had to do it when I first started. Now, if you're in that position where you can't delegate it, you can't outsource it, then you're going to have to do it. And it might not be enjoyable, but then again, it might be if you've never done it before and you're not sure. The whole point is, if you try something and you're not very good at it, of course you're not going to enjoy it. Nobody enjoys not being good at something. The whole purpose of getting better at it is you get quicker, you get more efficient, you get more effective, you see the results, and then you love it. So my son has just started playing cricket. The first couple of times, he was missing the ball, he didn't have a straight bat, he's just swinging from the hips didn't particularly enjoy it as soon as he started to know a couple of the cultured shots he started to enjoy it and now every single night after school dad can we play in the garden can we play cricket can we play this has happened in literally six to eight weeks in a very very short space of time that is going to be the same as you in your training development journey if you keep on going you've got to be consistent as with everything in business prospective management you know, developing yourself, you've got to be consistent. If you just do it one day, I don't like it, I'm going to stop. Then is it any wonder that you've got this mindset of, I'm not very good at training my staff and I'm, therefore I'm not going to do it. For what's best in your business and best for your team and your staff, you have to be consistent at it. In the absence of having the ability to delegate or outsource, it will really fall on you. So you've got to pull up your big boy and girl's pants and just get on with it. It's not great, I understand that. It's not the perfect solution. But you have to do it. One other thing is, if you're doing it it's, um, against your will, if you like, make sure that you put everything into it in a positive way. Because if you're training somebody and you look as though you don't like it or it's a negative experience for you, then what does that say to your staff? So what you have to do is actually put your feelings aside and just give it your very best. The one thing that you're in complete control of is the effort that you put into something. If you put effort into it, you will get a lot of results out. If you don't put any effort into it, 
and you don't look as though you're engaged or you clearly don't want to be there, then don't expect your staff to feel appreciative of the time that you spent with them. In fact, it'll be very clear that you've got other things to do and better places to be. So for your sake, for your staff's sake, if you're going to train, make sure you give it the very best that you've got to give. Because as a leader and as a business owner, you should be doing that leading by example. And you can't do that if you're only giving you know, half an effort or you're coming across as half-arsed. So if you're in the position where you have to be the trainer, you've got to lead um, the business and you've got to train and develop your staff, give it everything you've got. Make it consistent, do it to the best of your ability, and then as soon as you're large enough or you've to, to delegate or you can outsource it, then you can do so. But honestly, if you don't train and develop your staff, do not be surprised when they leave to go elsewhere or things don't go well or you can't performance manage them out of the business or they don't get better and you have more issues and more issues and more issues. One of the biggest issues I see in business is when staff or managers, business owners, do not invest the time and the energy and the effort. It's a little bit like laying the foundations to a good, solid business. You need to put all the hard work in now so you don't have to work hard later on. You know, I'm a very fortunate position that I don't get involved in any training and developing of the business um, because I've got a great MD and now we've got a, a very good aspiring area manager who whilst my MD is on maternity leave, my area manager is now training over the training and development. Now, don't get me wrong, every now and again I'll come in and we'll do some sort of coaching session on, on prospecting because I really enjoy researching, learning about the latest prospecting techniques and strategies, the latest perfect market appraisal that I speak about, developing the customer experience. And yes, I'll get in, I'll, I'll be involved because I want to and I can, not because I feel as though I have to. And there's a big difference. When you want to train and develop your team, you become across a lot more, um, you become a lot better than if you have to develop and train your team. So make sure that you do things to your best of your ability. You're at that stage in your business where it's got to be you. And if it isn't, then you can delegate. But until that time, do not give any excuses not to do it and give it the very best that you can. Thank you.